right. Amen, amen. Praise God. That is the truth. We don't believe in purgatory. We believe in one or the other. And we know the door. We know him by his name, his spirit, his word. Amen. We're a blessed people. Hallelujah. Not only of where we're at far as an American people, but yet the gospel to uh, know Jesus Christ and the power of his great love. You got your Bibles turned, Psalms 103, 1 and 2. Um, I'm not, I try to watch the time. I realize we're going to just read a report, our business report tonight. That's all it's going to be. So it won't be lengthy. And, uh, but uh, on the other hand, we're going to do our best to obey the word of God here. It is good to have Levi with us. God bless you, man. Good to see you. It's an honor of ours to have you to just come be in service with us on this Wednesday night. God bless you. Appreciate you coming and being with us. Very easily, you probably could have convinced yourself not to come. In the busy schedule all of us are in. But thank God, people are still willing to come to midweek services. Man, uh, heavy schedules and just, you know, busy. And, uh, uh, you know, and it just seems to be increasing instead of decreasing. Amen. Your schedules and uh, things of that nature. But it is good to have you and have all of you in the house of the Lord tonight. Psalms 103, 1 and 2. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. We've sung about it, talked about it, give honor to it tonight. Thank God for the name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of his benefits. And forget not all of his benefits. Lord, we love you tonight. We're so thankful for another opportunity. To be in the house of God, to be in your presence, we ask you to anoint our minds, loose our tongue. Use us tonight as a vessel of yours to bring forth the word of God. And your word could find its place in every heart, soul, and mind that's in this place tonight. Your will would be done. All the praise and glory and honor be lifted to you and to you alone. In Jesus' name we pray. God bless you. You may be seated. What a great time to be living for the Lord, even in all of what we would call a chaos and troubles and uncertain things and hours of in all different directions of the world that we're living in tonight. But I'm thankful tonight to be serving the unchanging God. I'm thankful to be allowed to possess and to own and to have the word of God that's unchanging. And uh, thank God for the word that's able to change us. Thank God for the God that's able to change us. I want to be changed. How about you? I'm still glad that God's still what? Working on me. Hallelujah. That he didn't give up. Amen. He hadn't thrown us out into the potter's field. But his goodness and grace and mercy is still working upon us. I want to preach just a little bit tonight. The simple thought. It's not a time to forget his benefits. It is not a time to forget his benefits. Amen. The benefits of the Lord. Another psalmist talks about it in another place. I believe it's in uh, Psalms 68 and 19. Blessed be the Lord who daily loaded us what? with benefits. On a daily basis we are loaded with the benefits of the Lord. The New Testament writer simply put it this way. We live and move and have our beings by him. Tonight I can tell you with sure surety and confidence in my heart and spirit you and I wouldn't be here tonight if it wasn't for the goodness and the mercy of the Lord because if the devil have his way he'd have done took us out he'd have done destroyed us he'd have done had us on a side road somewhere and the best he would done he would love to have us in the grave lost and done and without hope but I'm glad he's not the master I'm glad he's not the author hallelujah but I'm glad to know the author tonight through the name of the Lord Jesus Christ I'm glad to know where my blessings are really coming from and I want to preach a little bit tonight maybe on both sides of that fence because it's not a time to forget who's really our blesser who's really the one that helps us and guides us and comforts us hallelujah that promised that he'd never leave us nor forsake us who promised us even though we walk through this valley of the shadow of death because even death is nothing but a comma it's not a period because if there's no hope in this life if we had hope only in this life we'd be of all men most miserable but I'm glad I got hope in one not only in this life but in the 
life to come and in the inheritance of the song that they just sung amen there is an inheritance that's laid away up in the heavens waiting on you and I that's put our confidence and made a confession and been filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost when we repented and died out to the world and the things of the world I'm glad the government of this world and I'm not depending on the government of this world I pray for them the call Paul instructed us to I pray for them with earnestness and with sincerity and if you haven't been praying for your government shame on you because if there's ever been a time that we need to pray for our nation and pray for our government and praying for Israel and praying for Jerusalem I'm telling you that burden ought to be on the church of the living God today upon this earth because we need the mighty hand of God we need the mighty blessings of God we need the mighty favor of God and so when you really begin to talk about benefits it's easily and quickly likened unto favor I tell you what I believe in all of this before it all comes to a close and to an end there's going to be a vast difference between the two the disciples and followers of Jesus Christ even upon this earth they're going to be recognized they're going to be known I believe the church as much as the world comes together in one global workings and system the church the church is going to come together I spent some time in prayer today I've tried my best to pray for all. It didn't matter who they were, where they were, who, what, what denomination they called themselves. God, I said, as you look up down from the circle of this earth, and you look into every, every home, every gathering, every individual that's honest and sincere about wanting to live for you and hunger and thirst after righteousness, God, you help us in Bendell, Mississippi. If there's ever been a time for the right being of men for revival, it's upon us. If there's ever been a time that we ought to be having revival, it's here. If there's ever been a time that you and I ought to hunger and thirst after revival, reviving ourselves as well as those around us and joining and binding together and coming together as God's followers as the ones that believe in one called Jesus Christ I really did take into heart amen what brother Ford said the other morning amen about all the people talking about God and what little bit I listened to the radio even a lot even our Christian amen station if you want to call it that hallelujah amen and a lot of times the terms all you ever hear is really the term God I don't hear the word Jesus and the term Jesus, amen, is God Almighty. Hallelujah, not very often. But I'm glad tonight to, to, to present unto you that we're not ashamed of the name, that we understand and have the revelation that the Bible taught us that all power in heaven and in earth is in the name of Jesus Christ. And whenever you start provoking and calling upon the name of Jesus, and I believe there is a difference, amen, when you begin to provoke it. Hallelujah, when you begin to pronounce it. And we're going to tie a little bit of this together tonight. It brings the favor and the blessings of God. I'm telling you the stage is being set for the Antichrist to step on the scene. But the Antichrist cannot step on the scene and go to his fullness. Hallelujah. As long as the church is in this world to resist and war against him. I'm telling you if anybody can resist the powers of Satan and the powers of darkness, it's those that's got the favor of God and the blessing of God in their lives. It's those that's walking in the Holy Ghost and the promise of truth and the spirit of truth. It's going to be the true worshipers. Amen. They're going to be set aside and put on a pelican. Amen. For God Almighty and for the glory of God. Hey, I'm telling you, it's a time, amen, to volunteer to be the under part of the army of the living God. I serve the Lord of hosts. I serve the Lord of battles. We're going to win. We're going to be victorious. Darkness has got his day, but their day is dark. Their days are numbered. Their days are coming to a close. But not to believers. Can anybody number the days of eternity? Just can't do it, can you? So we're going to live out throughout eternity as followers and disciples of Jesus Christ. So as we look at this and begin to look at it, benefit, amen, actually can mean an act of kindness, a favor, advantage, to, to do a service to, to gain advantage. Anybody wants a favor of God? Anybody wants the, 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 the hand of the Lord? You know, it's, it's, you know this probably as well, if not better than I do. Even our own country, some, what, 20, 25 years ago, at one time, the main concern if somebody went on a job was what he was going to be paid. But about 20, 25 years, maybe a little longer than that, things began to change. Begin to, people begin to realize that what was more important than money 
was what we call a little term called benefits. What kind of benefits, what kind of package have you got to offer me? What kind of retirement plan? What kind of health insurance and, and other incentives, amen, that you might would offer me as benefits if I come on to this company and become a part of this company, amen, and become a part of the workings, amen, of this particular company. And so even true today, there's still, amen, you iron workers and things, even in construction work, they're still looking for benefits, amen, from one form or another. It may not be through vacations and things of that nature, but there's other means, amen, of, of benefits that comes along. There's also construction workers now even looking for companies, amen, that's willing to pay them whenever they're not working. At whenever they're home, they can get a, still a 40-hour check and be guaranteed that. So there's still benefits, and benefits is weighing a lot more heavier than ever before. Hallelujah. We're living in a country today. You know why most of the people want to come to the good old United States of America? It's the American dream of the benefits that America has to offer through our government programs and other programs of willing to work and, and things of that nature that you can fulfill things because there's benefits and hard labor and hard work. But I'm telling you, nobody has ever outblessed and outperformed the benefits amen like God himself. And we're going to notice in some scriptures tonight. Please don't take them wrong. But I'm just going to go back and look at history, amen, and the writings of Moses unto the Israelite people, the warning that was given unto them, because it's just the, the natural part of the heart of a man to forget. Hallelujah. Would you, do you remember everything you'd like to remember? Does your forgetter work a lot better than your rememberer tonight? Hallelujah. So it's just pronged. It's just, you know, just subject to, to forget, amen, what we've been brought from, what we've been brought out of, and where our true blessings come from. I'm here to tell you, I love America. I love, amen, who we are and where we stand, amen, as a whole, as far as, amen, the Constitution and things of that nature and liberty and justice for all. Hallelujah. But on the other hand, hallelujah, America didn't get here by ourselves. And it wasn't just because we had great forefathers and intelligent men and women, hallelujah, to set the platform. No, there is a man, there is a man called Jesus Christ, and there is what my holy my hand tonight called the Word of God. And I'm telling you, our forefathers knew how to intertwine, hallelujah, the Word of God and build their lives and principles and beliefs upon the word of God that was unchanging. Speeches and individuals can change. Ideas and opinions are change. But I'm glad tonight I'm serving an unchanging God. I'm serving an unchanging word. It's not going to change for anybody or nobody. I'm telling you God, I'm telling you this word will change you. But you and I will never have the power or the ability or the authority to change the word of God. So that's one of the benefits of living for God. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. What was seen yesterday, hallelujah, it's seen today. What was an abomination to him yesterday is an abomination to him tonight. He's still the same. There are some real benefits. And whenever you cast your lot with this one called Jesus Christ, whenever you begin to give your mind and heart and spirit unto the fashioning and the shaping of the Word of God, the Word of God is likened to being a hammer. The Word of God is likened to being a sword. The Word of God is likened to being to the Spirit itself. You can't separate none of that. Hallelujah. But thank God that the Word has a power. And there's such great benefits. Amen. That's in the Word of God. Hallelujah. If you only own one book, it ought to be a Bible. If you going to read, amen, one book, it ought to be the Bible. Above and beyond everything else, amen, that's laying out there and available to us. And I tell people all the time, hallelujah, America's going to be without excuse. Almost every home, amen, owns at least one, if not two, if not three. Hallelujah, most everybody's got cell phones this day and time. And even on them cell phones, we have the Bible. And there's all types of translations. Hallelujah, but thank God for the King James Version. Hallelujah, and God help us, amen, to teach and preach the Word of God. If it's ever been a time we we need to hold on to the true benefits of the Word of God. I'm telling you, this is the only thing that's not going to sink under the pressure. You know why so many denominations are, are shifting and changing? Because they was never founded on the sure Word of God. They never anchored and grounded in to the sure Word of God. Because when you anchor there and you hold into it, I'm telling you, it's unchanging. It doesn't matter who comes. It doesn't matter who goes. It doesn't matter who's in office, who's out of office. It doesn't matter whose son it is or whose grandson it is. I'm glad to be serving a word. Amen that's unchanging and there's great benefits amen in the unchanging word of God because the word if you can't change it you can't change the benefits of the promises you can't change the benefits of the healing you can't change the benefits of salvation you can't, pay, you can't change any of the benefits in it 
living in a world today, many companies are changing their benefits. Does your company offer the same retirement plan it did 30 years ago? Probably nowhere close. A lot of, a lot of places at one time offered a lot of benefits. But you watch, we're living in a day now, they're cutting them off. Putting a stop to them. <laughs> Can't afford them. Can't handle it. We just wrote to pay you an extra $2 an hour and don't, don't give you no benefits. <laughs> Praise God. But I'm glad tonight, I'm going to preach another message Sunday night, the Lord allow me. Something's really laid on my heart. God wasn't afraid to write his word down. God's not afraid to put it in documents. God's not intimidated, amen, to write it down. You ever been talking to somebody and say, well, do you mind putting that on paper? Do you mind putting that in writing and sign your name to it? And when they back up and hesitate, you can say, well, apparently there's a little shadiness here. Apparently there's just not the way it all was. Hallelujah. But when you're willing to write it down and put your name to it, God didn't have no power, amen, no problem putting his name with his book. And he didn't have no problem, amen, what he commanded and also what he promised. To write it down because I'm big enough God to handle every bit of it and fulfill every bit of it. Hey, I'm glad tonight, amen. And there's some benefits in living for Jesus Christ. They may ridicule the name. They may run the name down. They may look at us cross-eyed, amen, because we believe in it and put all of our trust in it. They may think we're just a bunch of Bible thumpers and don't have a whole lot. But when this thing gets settled and done, sweetheart, it's going to be the other benefits of the Word of God that's going to carry us through the darkness. It brought us through the fire. It brought us through the waters. It brought us out of the dens of lions. It's brought us across the Jordan rivers. It's brought us through the Red Sea. And that's what New Testament church it's going to be the sure word of God and the benefits of the word of God that's going to get us out of here in this day and time I'm changing God benefits of living for him and trusting him this particular chapter I chose these first two verses as the text tonight let's just begin to look and I don't know if time will allow me to cover as much as I like but Let's just see what happens here. Watch this. Well, can I back up a little bit? I'm, watch this. Number 6 and 22 to Israel. This is some instructions from Moses and Aaron to the priesthood to announce over his people, over God's people. He says this in number 6 and 22. Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto Aaron and to his son, saying, on this wise he shall bless the children of Israel, saying unto them, The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. Hallelujah. i tell you what we need. We need a little bit more of Jesus. We need a little bit more of the Holy Ghost. He is the Prince of Peace. You're not going to get the answers, amen, out of the White House. You're going to get them out of the church house. Hallelujah. You're not going to find peace in the White House. You're going to find it in the house of God. Hallelujah. Let me tell you something. There's some benefits, amen, at this place that you're not going to find any other place. You're not going to find salvation in no other place. You're not going to find eternal words in no other place. You're not going to find a place where you can find healing of all diseases. Corona, and you can mark them up, line them up, and do what you want to. But the stripes laid on the back of the man called Jesus has the power and the authority to heal our bodies. And he can protect us and keep us if he did Israel. He can protect us in the hour of the day that we're living. If he had not, then so be it. Hallelujah. God knows what he's doing. It's time to trust to believe in the living God. Hallelujah. When nothing else works, I tell you, the God, amen, of these benefits, it will work. You should never be ashamed to pray about it. Next time you have to go to a doctor and you're a little hesitant about it, just tell them you want to pray about it. If they don't like it, change doctors. That's a little bowl, ain't it? Well, it's getting a little out there. That's what's wrong. <laughs> There's a benefits in living for Jesus Christ and serving God. His face can shine upon us. His countenance. I'm going to tell you what I felt in prayer today.
God's hands wants to manifest itself even in this service. How's it going to do that? Through us. As we lay hands on the sick, they shall recover. You know, if an end maybe's a butt about it. And watch this. If they don't in this life, they will in that one to come. Because everybody's going to have a glorified body. There's not going to be no lame, no crippled, no maimed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Whenever we get to heaven, there's going to be some glorified body. But there's some benefits in this world. There's some benefits in this hour. Hallelujah. When you and I pay the price. But see, if some benefits is always a price to be paid. You see, when you go to work at places like Ingalls and shipyards and places like that, first time you go in there, hallelujah, for 30 days you're on test and you don't get many benefits. But after 30 days, all of a sudden, in the holidays, you get the benefits, amen, of getting paid the holidays. And after a year, you'll get a week's vacation. I don't know, they may have changed it now. It may be more than that. And after you get five years or six years, you get two weeks of vacation. And so the longer you stay with it, honey, I'm going to tell you something. There's something about living for God. And there's something about walking in the Holy Ghost and walking in the promise of the word of God. I've had people look at me and say, well, I don't understand why so-and-so's got this and got that and driving new vehicles and doing all this other because they didn't waste the money on drugs because they didn't waste the money on alcohol because they didn't waste the money out in the world but they made an investment in the kingdom of God and in the word of God there's a promise and I'll bless you. I'll bless you so much you can shake it together and press down and run it over that everybody around will realize there's a benefits in living for God, honey. There's a benefit Amen. And serving God and the two powers of the Word of God. Yeah, I prayed about the field today. Sure did. I almost asked one of them yesterday. Come in, paid on the bill. I wanted to tell her, you sell us that field, you won't have these bills. Praise God. Hey, I'm just waiting on God. I didn't mention it once, twice. Hallelujah. I'm going I'm to I'm throw it out there again. You won't ever catch nothing. Amen. Sitting in the boat. Sister boy, you'll never catch nothing sitting in a boat reading a book, will you? Hey, hallelujah. That's how I fish. Hallelujah. I let her do the fish and I'll sit in the boat and read. Praise God. But put me on a deer stand. It's a different story. Woo! It's about a passion, honey. Hey, I'm in a passion tonight, amen, for revival. Hallelujah. In the book, there's a promise of revival. I'm a promise of a light of rain, honey. Hallelujah. Somebody's going to believe and somebody's going to receive it because God's going to honor his word. And if we don't commit ourselves to the word of God, to the benefits of the word of God, I tell you, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. The devil can't do nothing about it. Hey, I'm telling you, there's benefits in the word of God. When you build on the sure word, when you build on the chief cornerstone, when you build on the rock, it's unshakable. It's unmovable. Hallelujah. So I want to help us tonight. In the trying times and the hour that we're living. Let's don't forget the benefits of God. Let's don't forget the benefits of the word of God. Let's don't forget the benefits of the Lord. Where did he bring you from? What did he dig you out of? How long has he been walking with you? And blessing you and keeping you. Hallelujah. Where's your bank count tonight? Can I ask us tonight? How many of you believe tonight that you're blessed far above what you should be? Ought to be. If you'd have been on this journey all by yourself, making all the calls and making all the decisions. <laughs> Praise God. So I believe there's 100% here tonight that believes in the benefits of the Lord and the blessings of God. That we didn't get here by ourselves. And America didn't get here and blessed as she is by herself. There's a God in the heavens that has shined down upon us and showed us his favor. And so you and I, that's what we're going to do. We're going to pray God have mercy upon us and help us. But when you go to Deuteronomy, the sixth chapter, the twelfth third, then beware. Remember now the writings of Moses here. He's not going to get to go to the promised land. But he's writing and warning and, and, and trying to give direction, instructions to the Israelite people of things they ought to do and things they ought not to do. And so in Deuteronomy 6 and 12, then beware. Lest I forget the Lord. 
Hallelujah. Sometimes when the blessings of God come our way, we'll have a tendency to forget who he is. We'll have a tendency, amen. We'll get so occupied and so busy with our own businesses and our own deals. Hallelujah. We'll forget to have any time for the one that made us and the one that created us and the one that we need his favor and his face to shine upon us. And so Moses is writing unto him here in the 12th verse, the 6th chapter of Deuteronomy, which brought thee what? Out of the land of Egypt and from the house of bondage. I'm glad tonight. Hallelujah. I didn't say we was faultless and we, we don't know. We, we're still just earthen vessels. But I'm glad tonight we're not servants of sin. I'm glad tonight, amen, that the devil has not got us blinded tonight. I'm glad tonight, hallelujah. But I didn't earn none of this. It's been the grace and the mercies of God. I am what I am by the grace of God. I found favor in an almighty God. I found compassion in an almighty God. It's not the earthen vessel that you're looking at, but it's the God of the vessel. Uh, this house belongs to him. This vineyard belongs to him. Unless he blesses it. Hallelujah. To do avail. So as you watch him here, you flip over to the 8th chapter. 8 and 11. He says, beware that thou forget not the Lord. Thy God. What I'm trying to warn us tonight in revival, God's pouring out. Hallelujah. Let's don't forget him. When God begins to perform the miracles and God begins to bless us with the finances to buy the field and build the buildings and do the work of God and the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Let's don't forget where we come from. Let's don't forget who blessed us. Let's just beware. Let's set up and take note and make sure I don't want to fall to that snare. I don't want to fall to that trap. I can very easily take you, amen, to a man called Hezekiah. When you go to 2 Chronicles 32 and 25, you're going to see there Hezekiah, the Bible says this Hallelujah, but Hezekiah rendered not again according to the benefits done unto him. In other words he did not pay back. In other words he did not give the, the praise and the glory when he allowed, amen, some, some ambassadors come from, from Babylon amen, and he opened up the treasures of his heart, and he opened up the secret places, and he showed them everything he had, all the silver and gold this is after, amen, that God blessed him with 15 more years. This is after, amen, that God rose up, amen, and fought the battle for him and brought him out of the king of the Assyrians after he blessed him and done these great mighty things for him. But in the very next chapter, hallelujah, you see revival in the 38th chapter and then you see a curse and a mistake in the 39th chapter of Isaiah. Go back and read it. And it was simply because Hezekiah failed, amen, amen, to give the glory and the praise and the honor unto the one that he received the benefits from. Hallelujah, it's not time to be inherited it's not the time, amen, to be full of pride. It's a time, amen, to walk in the Holy Ghost. I am what I am by the Holy Ghost. Don't look upon me, hallelujah. In any other way, it's just the goodness and the grace and the mercies of God that's loaded upon me daily. Daily is it loaded upon me. Second Chronicles, the 31st verse, same chapter. Howbeit in the business of the ambassadors of the prince of Babylon... Who sent unto him to inquire of the wonder that was done in the land. God, listen to this. God left him. God left Hezekiah. After, if you go back and read the chapters prior to this. The chapter 4 and this chapter. You're going to see how God blessed him. Poured him out favor. When the king of Syria come in, man, he got busy. He closed up the springs of the waters. He said, hey, the enemy don't need to come and find water. The people was with him. They worked with him. They stopped the water. They got it running in the city. He went to building then. He went to building the walls up to high as the tower. He went to adding on and doing things that was right. You read it closely. He done everything that was right in his heart before God. In the laws, in the commandments, in the house of God, he done all of that. And God blessed it and God showed him favor. But now it's going to come a testing time. Now it's going to come a trying time. What are we going to do in our testing time and trying time? It's not a time, amen, to turn our backs on the benefits of the Lord. I've got what I've got tonight, amen, because of mercies the grace of Jesus Christ. I am what I am, amen, because there is an unfinished hand. Hallelujah. Amen. It's not only an author, but a finisher of the product. Hallelujah. Somebody said it tonight, amen. How many's got their mind on going to heaven? I want to become the final and finished product of the cross. Hallelujah. I'm not looking for a place to fall to the wayside. I'm not looking for a place to get out. God, by your mercy and grace and compassion, because I read about the benefits. Hallelujah. Of a glorified body. I read about a city that we're going to. Hallelujah. They won't need no help. 
for any lights. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. They won't need no electricians. They won't need no plumbers. They won't need no carpenters. They won't need no lawyers. We won't need no judges. We won't need no doctors. Hallelujah. We're just going to have church all the time. And we're going to have a great move of God in the presence of the Lord. I tell you, there's some great benefits. Hallelujah. And living for God and serving God and hanging on until the end. And this is what Moses is trying to get across to the Israelite people as you go into this promised land and you begin to partake a man of the water and the honey and the bread and all the different things and how he's blessed you. You don't forget about who brought you here. Don't forget where he brought you from. Don't forget he brought you out of Egypt. Don't forget he brought you out of the house of bondage. Don't forget he brought you through the wilderness. Don't forget he led you through the scorpions. Hallelujah. And he gave you rock out of a water out of a rock out of the flint. He's been your supplier. He's been your way maker. Young people, if I was you, I'd seek the favor of God above everything else. Above all the careers, above everything else. God, I want to seek what you want me to be and where you want me to go. Because I want your favor in it. It doesn't matter if it pays as minimum wage or if it pays a $50 an hour. Hallelujah, I wouldn't let money be the issue. Now, it went over good, I know. Hallelujah, but it's still the truth. Because that's totally opposite of America's dream and America's ideal and the world's idea. Hallelujah, but I'm here to tell you again of the Holy Ghost. It's better, amen, to live from paycheck to paycheck. And I'm not saying you, got, how do you have to do that. I'm not saying that. But I'm telling you, if it's going to cost you, when God blesses you, if it's going to cost you and your family, I'm telling you, you're better off to live from paycheck to paycheck. You're better off to say, be kept in a condition and in a place that you've got to remember God and that you've got to call on Him and you got to depend on him to get you from one day to the next. You're far better off for this God to lead us day in and day out. That's what, that's what Moses is trying to get the Israelites to understand when you was in the wilderness and you didn't have no way of supply. And I brought the man and I brought the water. When you get over in the promised land and all that's cut off, don't forget about God. Don't forget about the benefits of God. I'm going to say it. America has forgot the benefits of the Lord. We was talking, I believe it was Sunday. Might have been just up here, some of the brothers. We was talking about the writings on the walls of our White House, the word. Could it be that we'd, we'll see the day again when there's somebody's going to go in there and try to tear all that down just to get the word of God off of those walls? Every time they walk into those chambers, <laughs> they had to do it. Even with this impeachment's going on, <laughs> they got to raise their hands and swear. They're going to judge. And they say this, so help me God. I'm going to have to give account to God now for my actions and deeds. <laughs> Hallelujah. They tell me that in the doors... We walk into some of them chambers. It has the paintings and all of Moses and the Ten Commandments and all of it, everything. All of that comes out of this book, out of the Word of God. Amen. That this is the reason America's been so blessed and has the benefits she's got. I know the previous administrations has tried to say that America's not a Christian nation any longer and tried to open the doors for other gods and other ways of belief. But I'm here to tell you I believe in one Lord, one God. I'm glad to believe, amen, in the lovely name of Jesus Christ, that our sins can be washed away, but also by provoking or calling upon this name. Hallelujah, we can drive devils out. Hallelujah, we can call on this name and experience healings and miracles and wonders and signs. I'm telling you, when you call on his name it causes his power and his presence to show up and work on our behalf when nothing else will I'm telling you thank God amen we're taught in this book hallelujah by Jesus Christ himself and all through the scriptures when we pray we ask according to his will we can expect it there's no reason other the sign why we shouldn't expect it hallelujah why because of the benefits amen it's what's in this book what God would do for us so she watched some of this God works and his hand works. Let me go back to the original chapter. I'll just take a few more minutes and then we'll do the report. Amen. But watch this. This old chapter really covers, covers it pretty well. Psalms 103. I'd love to carry the other ones and we might for it's over with. But anyway, watch. I believe he responds into this. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forgetting all of his benefits. Who what? Who forgiveth all of my iniquities. Ooh, 
praise God, who healeth all of my diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction. Anybody thankful for the redeeming power of the Lord? You just headed down a road of destruction. I can't tell you how often we hear at the hardware store and other places. Man, I just wouldn't believe I'd lived this long. I just wouldn't believe this. I believe that. Hallelujah. Because in the young days, I was doing some very foolish and ungodly things. Hallelujah. But thank God we woke up and thank God we turned around. And you know what, young people? You don't have to go down that road. Hallelujah. You need to sell yourself out now. Hallelujah. I don't know nothing about no cigarettes. I don't want to know nothing about no tobacco. I don't know none of those hang-ups. I don't want to know anything, amen, to be enticed or entreated. Hallelujah. By those, I want to sob some things in my own heart, mind, and spirit tonight. Hallelujah. There ought to be some young children. Hallelujah. Somehow we would get in their hearts and get in their minds and get in their spirit. Hallelujah. That they want the Holy Ghost. They want the favor of God. They want the blessings of God. You should never be ashamed to be called, Hallelujah, Holy Ghost field. You should never be ashamed, amen, to be called a Pentecostal or an apostolic. Hallelujah. Pentecostal experience. Experience and that. They didn't come to everybody, but they could. Whosoever will, let them come. I'm telling you, this Pentecostal for whosoever will. God wants to give everybody a Pentecost experience. God wants to bless everybody with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. God wants to deliver and save everybody. But I'm telling you, the book said broad leads and narrow leads. But I'm telling you, we can get on that narrow way with the touch of God and the anointing of the Lord in our lives. So you watch him. Why is all this so powerful? When you go back to that 32nd chapter of Deuteronomy, it's taught us this. For the Lord's portion is his people. Jacob is the lot of his inheritance. He found him in a desert land, in a waste howling wilderness. Where did God find us? Well, we all, I'm sure we all got our, our testimonies, we got our witnessing. One thing or another we just couldn't overcome and couldn't defeat until we come to the Lord. And then with God working on our behalf, we begin to be able to lay some things down, cast some things aside, begin to win this race and win this battle. And so he's telling them. He led him about. He instructed him. He kept him as the apple of his eye. As an eagle stirreth up her nest, fluttereth over her young, Spreadeth abroad her wings and taketh them and beareth them on her wings. How often? Hallelujah. Brother Barry didn't mention it tonight. Amen. How often? He was the one that bared us. Hallelujah. He's the one that carried us. He was the one, amen, that we were strengthened. We didn't even realize it sometimes. And it's sometimes hindsight. We had to look back and say, you know what? I seen the hand of God here now. I seen the hand of God there. I see how God was working over here all the time. God was there. And God was working it and bringing it all out. And working it, amen, to fulfill his purpose and fulfill his desire. Amen. In our own personal lives. Hallelujah. Some of us amen as witness and had the testimony even before we ever knew him God's hand was there to help us God's mercy and grace hallelujah to keep us hallelujah that we could be victorious and so that's what he's talking about here as he stirred them up and the Lord alone did lead him and there was no strange God with him he made him ride upon the high places of the earth that he might eat the increase of the fields he made him to suck the honey out of the rock and all out of the flinted rock butter and night milk and of sheep and fat of lambs, hallelujah, the rams of bread of Bashan, hallelujah, the fat of the kidneys of the wheat, hallelujah, drink nothing but the pure blood of the grapes. What's he talking about, man? It was God that brought all of this about. It was God that instituted all of this. You know why? They was giants. Hallelujah, they had to go because it took giants, amen, to build the cities and plant the vineyards for God's chosen people. Have you ever thought of it that way? Hallelujah, it took giants to build it. Hallelujah, to make them big enough and powerful enough. And so God used giants Hallelujah. To bring about what he wanted to bless his people. His chosen people. You know what? You and I have become the chosen people. We're a chosen generation. We're a royal priesthood. We're a peculiar people. We don't belong to this world. We don't belong to this kingdom. Hallelujah. Nah. We've tapped into the benefits of the word of God. We've tapped into the benefits of the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Hey, I thank God for the Holy Ghost. The spirit of truth that not only comfort me, but, but lead and guide me into what? All truth. Benefits. Never leave me nor forsake me. Sometimes we've had to walk through dry places and dark places. In the natural. In our minds we felt like God. God's a million miles away. But it was the word of God. That promised us. I'll never leave you. 
I'll never forsake you. God won't forsake us. If there's any forsaking going on, it'll be us. We'll do it. We're the ones that are turned our back. We're the ones that forget the benefits of the Lord and the blessings of God. It's trying times now. It's troubled hours. Some battles and struggles is going on. But if there's ever been a time, folks, not to forget the benefits of the Lord, it's now. What shall I render unto the Lord for all his benefits toward me in Psalms 116 and 12? I will take the cup of salvation. Hear him. I'll take that cup of salvation at whatever cost. I buy the field. Whatever it talks, I'm going to take that cup of salvation. And whatever's in that cup, I'm going to drink it. Whatever journey he wants me to go, whatever my journey, I'm going to finish the course, as Paul put it. I want to fight the good fight of faith. <laughs> Amen. That's the reason death itself, hallelujah, they talk in the history and tell us that he was willing to run to the chopping block. After two years of being in house arrest, but he didn't change his mind. He didn't change the doctrine. He understood the benefits of living for God. Folks, I'm telling you, I read it already in your hearing here tonight. Precious, I, I believe it's uh, Psalms 103 or 13 or something. I got to, uh, somewhere in there. Uh, uh, watch this. How long wilt thou forget me, O Lord, forever? How long wilt thou hide thy face from me? How long shall I take counsel in my soul, having sorrow in my heart? Daily, how long shall my enemy be exalted over me? Consider, take note, examine, hear me, O Lord my God, lighten my eyes, lest I sleep the sleep of death. Light my eyes, help me see. I'm in the struggle, I'm in the battle, I'm in depression, man. The psalmist is what he's talking about. But watch, watch the turn here. Watch what happens from that point. Lest my enemies say I have prevailed against him. And those that trouble me rejoice when I am moved. But I have trusted in thy mercy. My heart shall rejoice in thy salvation. I will sing unto the Lord because he hath dealt bountifully with me. Hallelujah. I'm going to just keep on singing. I'm just going to keep on magnifying. My world's been turned upside down. Hallelujah. I've had pitfalls here and, and, and casualties over here. But you know what? I'm going to hang on because I understand the benefits amen of the Lord in my life. I know if I'll just hang on and keep on marching. And when I can't even march no longer I'm just going to stand. And when I've done all that I can do to stand I'm just going to stand and wait on the blessings and the promises and the rescue of God Almighty. Because He knows what my heart is. He he knows what my desires are. He knows where I'm at. And he knows how to liberate. He knows how to deliver me. If he brought me out of the mire, man, one time, he can bring me out of this condition. He can deliver me out of this dilemma. He can help me overcome because I'm not going to forget the benefits of living for God. And the blessings, amen, if I stay faithful to him, that he'll stay faithful to me and bring me out to the other side. I'm going to tell you something, church. There's going to be a church raptured. I don't care what comes and goes and who's sitting where and what's doing what. There's going to be a church that's going to be raptured off this earth. And you and I about it. Well, I haven't made up in our minds and hearts and spirit. Amen. Amen. I'm going to stay with it. I'm going to hang with it. And I'm going to be what the Lord wants me to be in walking in the powers and the promises. Amen. That he's poured out upon us. What shall I render unto the Lord for all his benefits toward me? I'll drink the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows unto the Lord now in the presence of all of his people. I'm going to keep those vows. Hold on to them. I'm not going to change now just because the pressure's on. <laughs> Even sometimes you may be questioning, where's your God? He'll show up. He'll show up. <laughs> we may have to be sometimes like the three Hebrews. He's going to deliver us. But if he don't, Make on one thing, Nebuchadnezzar. We're not bound to your system. We're not bound to your God. We're not changing who we worship and how we worship. You've done your best to change our identity. 
You've done your best to take the love of God and the truth of God out of our hearts and out of our inward parts. You changed our garments. You changed our names. Hallelujah. You've done this and done that. But you have to admit yourself. You've seen the favor of God. Amen. You've seen the blessings of God. You've seen how he blessed Daniel to interpret dreams. You've seen how the favor of God was with him. You know what? I believe God's still in the business of shining his favor upon us. Shining his blessings upon us. Hallelujah. That as we walk through these this trials and times and, and life that we're in. Hallelujah. You know what? Hallelujah. I'm still going to give glory to his name. I'm still going to call on his name. I'm still going to hold on to the vows and the presence of all the people. Now watch this. Watch this next verse. Well, we, we use this in most of the times at funerals, but watch this. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. They held on. Go to Hebrews 11 chapter. In the latter part of that chapter. Everybody didn't receive the answers to the prayers they'd like to. Everybody didn't find deliverance. Some of them were slaughtered asunder. Some of them lived in caves and dens. Some didn't see their loved ones resurrected. But they left here with a good report. And that report was of faith. And there's some benefits that comes in leaving here. Let me ask you something. In the eyes of the world, did Stephen win? And the holder of them that was observing. In the eyes of the world, they just said, Stephen. But we beg the difference from God's point of view. God looks at death. Different than we do. In fact, he only addressed it as being asleep. He wouldn't even acknowledge about Lazarus until finally they pushed him to the point where hey, he's dead. <laughs> and boy, I'm glad we're not there. Y'all mess this up right now. <laughs> watch his progression. As you watch those resurrection. First, when the little girl just died prior to getting there, and Jesus resurrects her. And you read about the one in name of the funeral. They own the funeral procession. They headed to the graveyard. He stops it and raises the boy. And then we come to Lazarus. Four days. If we're not careful, we'd be like Mary and Martha. Lord, if you'd have been here, this wouldn't happen. Lord, if you'd have been here, my brother wouldn't have died. But before he was over with, he informed him who he was. And after four days, he calls him back. The benefits. The benefits of allowing him to come into your home. You was willing a man to serve him. And to welcome him. And call him a friend. I'm about through. Precious. You know what the greatest benefits we can leave our family? Can I talk to you for just a second here? The greatest benefit that you can leave your family, family is not piles of money. That's good. Land, homes, material things, good name. All those things are good. But the greatest benefit that you and I can leave for our family when they walk up here and they look in that casket and they know a surety in their hearts and their spirits you know what he's reaping the benefits of the Lord now he walked with him <laughs> amen can I say this tonight if you walk up here whenever that moment and that time comes and they got me laid out in a casket up here that's faith I'm going to be here <laughs> praise God <laughs> And you look over in that casket. Don't you give the credit, boy. That was a good boy. That was a good preacher. He was this. No. That wasn't nothing but the blessings of the Lord. That wasn't nothing but the favor of God. That wasn't nothing but his kindness and long-suffering and gentleness. Daily being poured out upon that vessel. That's all. That's, that's, that's where you've got to give the credit and glory to. See, that was the mistake that Hezekiah made.
after God extended him 15 years. And God blessed him so mildly. And God withdrew him to test him and see what's in his heart and see how he's going to respond. And he allowed those ambassadors come. And those trials come. And testing time come. They're going to come. No one's exempt from them. And those are the times that we've got to remember. The benefits of the Lord. But you know what? God, you see it all. And you're going to see us through this. You're going to comfort us. You're going to guide us. You're going to lead us. And you're going to help us. I believe in folks like never before. In a visitation. And a touch. And a move of God. In Bendel, Mississippi. I believe in that. I'm praying that there be such a move of God. And the power of the Lord. And the presence of the Holy Ghost in our services. That even that spirit will draw them. Pull at their hearts. Pull at their souls and their lives. You know how that can happen? When revival's in each one of us. Whenever they can see the favor of God. It's upon our lives. When we're walking out in the highways and the byways. With our countenance. Countenance of not... We're giving more glory and praise to the devil. And neither are we walking in arrogance and high minded. It's like, boy, look at what I've done. Look what my hands. Oh, no. But it's whenever we walk with a true humbleness and meekness and revival, saying, you know what? It's nothing but the favor and the blessings of God, man. He's the one. And you know what? If he'll do it for me, he'll do it for you. If he pulled me out of the, out of the ditch, he'll pull you out of the ditch. If you'll save my soul, he'll save your soul. <laughs> Let's don't forget the benefits of living for God. In this hour that we're living. It's not an hour to be deceived. It's not an hour to be distracted. It's not an hour to get our eyes upon the material things of this world. But it's an eye, time to get our eyes on him. Eyes on heavenly things. And on the true benefits of living for God. You don't live for him too long. Why would you want to cast in now? Why would you want to give up now? Why would you want to turn your back now? Mm -mm. God you help us to remember. You help us not to forget. The benefits of the Lord. It's been in our lives. We couldn't be here tonight. If it wasn't for his benefits. His blessings. I know I've made mention of this. And I'll say this in closing. We live. And move. And have our being. By him. By him. It's his goodness. It's his mercy. It's his compassion. Is that all as I preached last, last Wednesday night. Nothing don't ever distract God. He takes his eyes off. Nothing ever surprised God. Whatever you face tomorrow, you can bank on one thing. It won't surprise God. And you take comfort and assurance in that. That he'll pull you through it. That he'll be with us. Love you. Appreciate you tonight.